Hola, amiga. I believe the only way to create a life of your dreams is by taking massive action that makes shit happen. Basically, amiga, handle your shit. Yes, I said that. Handle your shit. Stop playing small and start breaking down cultural limitations, gain back your feminine power, and become the unapologetic and unstoppable Latina you were destined to be. This show is meant to inspire, motivate, and awaken your soul's potential. You will learn from business professionals, successful entrepreneurs, and creatives that will teach you mental corrections, insider tips, success strategies, and of course, a dose of personal development. I am your host, Jackie Tapia, lawyer, transformational life coach, and entrepreneur. I am also a wife and mom to a little badass Latina. I'm obsessed with changing the Latina's mindset and breaking down cultural barriers so that you can live your best life and step into your true power and start living a life of abundance in all ways and always. Join me for inspiring conversations with thought leaders and learn how to handle your shit. ¿Estás lista? Vámonos. Hello, 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 amigas, and welcome to Amiga Handle Your Shit Podcast. I have my beautiful soul sister here with me, Ciclali Guerrera from X Level Inc., and we're about to have a deep, spirited conversation on money, all things money, and how we live our lives in our vibration, and whether it's low or high when it comes to money and wealth, because let's face it, they're two different things. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we get to have this really in-depth conversation. And so Siglalik um, owns her own company. It's called X Level Inc. And I'm going to have her explain a little bit more about her company. And um, and then we're going to dive really deep into our conversation. (laughs) Well, first of all, thank you, Jackie, for having me. I am so honored to be here with your fabulous guests that I know that are here. A little bit about myself and the company. So we have Excel Inc., which really is about elevation. I've always been known how do you elevate and enhance? That's what I've been known for. They say, estaba chiquita, give me a room and I would redecorate it. It was just the way it was made. With that being stated, it was also done with companies, politics, different aspects of my life have all utilized that same skill set. And now on this, after leaving Neiman Marcus and opening my company, um, it combines three different facets. The first is X agency. Next agency, we focus on talent, on actors, public speakers, such as yourself, Jackie, to be booked through the agency. Um, why? Because I want to bring more amazing, diverse faces to the forefront, but it's not just diverse in the way that I think we've been traditionally known. It's in diverse in thought as well. Mm-hmm. X creative is where I consult business brands and people on a, how to enhance. What does that mean? I do not need to be your advertising agency. You probably already have one that you're in a great rhythm with. Why? reinvent a will. My job is to come in, enhance, elevate, and be part of the enhancement team to ensure that you get my experience in luxury, in retail, in corporate, in politics, in public relations and marketing wrapped into one individual to be able to be able to give you an overall picture over where do you really want to be in five years? Who do you want to be in five years? And are you doing the right things that maybe your team might not be looking at it? Because understandably, so they're looking at day-to-day operations. And third side is X-Network. And X-Network is where I put together teams and people that have been, some have worked in the fashion industry, entertainment industry, producers, also makeup artists, all different types that can be a network for my 22 years of experience wrapped into one call. So why I like to say about X level is I want X to mark the spot of elevation in anything and everything we do, because my why is 10% of my proceeds benefit women's and children's organizations. And I have a lofty number, a goal I want to hit to know that I did what I came in my purpose to do, not only fulfilling and making money, but also giving back and having a legacy of love. Yeah. And that's X level Inc. 
Oh my God. <laughs> yes. I want it all. <laughs> Good. <laughs> you know, as you're talking about just elevate not mm -hmm. only our brand, but, you know, you and I've had many conversations about money and elevating our brands, our companies and our positions in society and whatnot. And, you know, I know that yesterday, um, my understanding is that we had a, um, what was it? Equal pay day. Right. Yes. And I, I saw so many young ladies, you know, advocating equal pay and that, and bringing in some statistic about, you know, comparison, comparison to, to, okay, the pay gap between, you know, white men and Latinas. And mm -hmm. obviously it is big. And so mm -hmm. I started thinking about it and I'm like, okay, I understand that I've known that I'm, I'm about to be 50 years old. So I you have look amazing. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and I have extensive experience working in different types of platforms. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I've always, always been is not saying no when mm -hmm. when um you know when when it came to like working and elevating myself, right? right. But then also saying yes to things that are in alignment with me. So whenever mm -hmm. I had a job interview, it wasn't like they're interviewing me. I was interviewing them. Right. And so therefore, whenever the offer came, if it wasn't to my liking, then I'm out. Right. And so as I'm seeing these message, the messaging behind, and I'm probably going to be a bit controversial here. I'm looking at, at these young ladies and saying, pagame and like, like with the grind and the hustle and the all the things that mm -hmm. we've been indoctrinated as Latinas to work hard and just, you know, hit it hard and whatnot. And I'm like, must we do that? Like literally, like how about we change the narrative and conversation about it? Instead of focusing of the lack, let's focus on the abundance, right? Right. So I mean, I want to know your your views on this because I just was I not that I got upset. I just thought, you know what? Rather than highlighting the struggle that we need to do, how about let's highlight, wait, how can we empower you to actually position yourself to look at jobs in a way that align with you with mm -hmm. money and vibration and whatnot? Instead of like, oh, what was me? You know, oh my God, they're 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 getting paid more. I don't know. It just maybe it's I'm a bit old school in this regard, I suppose. <laughs> no, I think I think you bring up a valid point. I think that there's like everything else, there's always two sides to a coin, right? And sometimes through awareness do people discover does it ring true to them or not ring true to them? And I think for me, my key to elevation, what I've done with my clients is always bringing a different perspective. I think what you're bringing in is a different perspective of thought. And I could definitely see with what you do for a living and, you know, with the Amiga way and you being a, a person that is brave enough to break cultural stereotypes, to think differently, why those messages would be so strong. I can also see the point of where a young person in the society that we're in right now, where it's almost like, let's cancel this, let's cancel that. And I always like to say, you know, I have to remember for myself, and I think we talked about this when I did my podcast before, that if when I was a teenager, we've all been there, and I got in trouble, as soon as my parents started yelling at me for whatever it is that I did, you shut down yeah. because why? Because they're yelling at you. So you've shut down. And I think that what you bring up as a point is what conversations are we having? That's also why I chose entrepreneurship. I chose to go in into that path too, but in order for me to be able to pay people more, I have to make more as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that there is a balance that we have to discuss as well. It's, not only what are we demanding, but what are we doing too? And how are we investing that? Because to me, wealth is, believe me, I could go get a job tomorrow. <laughs> I would have to hold on to this vision and, and honestly be paid very well for it. And I know that I've been offered it to close and go, if you will, and follow something else. And it has not resonated. Why? Because I pay attention to 
what is a corporate culture like? Mm-hmm. How do they invest their dollars? Mm-hmm. Are they philanthropic? Do Would I be able to get from a company what I demand of myself? And in that, if it doesn't fit all those things, just like you said, then it's not the right alignment fit for me. Because as we've discussed, wealth and abundance goes beyond money. It's what is your balance like? What, I mean, I, the guy that cleans the windows in my beautiful home, he used to work in corporate America. He goes, I am happier now cleaning windows at houses. And I applaud that. Mm -hmm. He discovered a new way of balancing that worked for him. It doesn't mean everybody has to do that. It means our, what can we be doing here? And I applaud those that are brave enough to bring a narrative to conversation. Mm -hmm. What I want to be a part of is solutions and saying, how are we being solution minded? Because as an entrepreneur, I look at saying, not only choosing, putting the talent and choosing them because talent are not my clients. Talents are people we book. My clients are those I consult. My clients are those that I do that. And I have an avenue for talent, but talent has to invest within themselves in a different way, just like I have to invest within myself in a different way too, right? To make it all work copacetically together. And I feel that at times um, we might have forgotten some of those narratives over what is it like in kindergarten to play with the toys, to share them, and to be a part of making a feast. Mm -hmm. Because I don't want to fight for a slice of pie no offense. I want to feast. I want to be amongst the best. I don't need to be the best. I'm amongst the best because just like the King Arthur table, those I choose to do business with and that choose me too. Mm. I want us to all be seated at that table to see that things like that can work. And as an entrepreneur, I've also seen the opposite side of that. And it's, you know, it, it, it's um sometimes it can feel a little cringy <laughs> when you're like, I thought you were in, or I thought this was your platform and then it's not in. I'm like, okay, well, I, and I'm spiritual enough to know that what's mine will always be mine. Yeah. And, and also rejection is redirection. We talked about that. I think we also had that. It's God's way of just showing me there's another way Mm -hmm. because the vision and purpose was given to me for a reason. Right. And maybe I'm just being prepared for something even bigger or greater or an even better client that's out there too. Yeah. And and that's the way I choose to look at things. Right. It's not the popular way. Right. But it's the way I am. You know, I think it, it should be the popular way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, let's be honest. Like, who wants to remain stagnant? I don't. Right. Um, mm-hmm. uh, why would you choose to work at a certain location when you have options? I mean, right. like like the the person that is cleaning your windows came right. from the corporate side and now is happily cleaning windows. Yeah. I mean, it, it, and the, and that's the thing. See, I could have stayed working as a lawyer. I right. could have made money doing that, Right. but it was no longer in alignment with me. And right. so I reinvented myself. I decided to change the narrative and focus on what thing, what makes me happy without considering, Oh, um, I'm, not going to be making as much money. Well, I don't, right. I don't even look at it that way because I know that God has me and I will. And right. and I am. And so if we look, if we change our mindset in right. regards to money, then we right. can all make a feast. Completely. But I will tell you this. I feel that where I can't speak to it because there's a lot of m- women that are also in positions where I came from a mentally abusive marriage and last time we even did our podcast, I couldn't even voice that word. And look, I've worked so much in myself. I can now voice it and state this is the truth. And in that choosing to be an entrepreneur first and then realizing, oh, this is the other thing, the, the other egg I had to fix right before I did this. I can also understand what a person that goes through a trauma brain, no matter how what a great resume, what your career has led, all these other things that you get into a scarcity mindset. Because even though I had a mindset, I'd done a lot of spiritual work on myself, thank God for five years before I led to that divorce. I've always been spiritual since I was little. I as well 
during that divorce process, saw myself getting back into that scarcity mindset and not understanding that. So I will tell you that I also feel that there are certain women possibly and men that are in situations where because that trauma, this is all they have. And so I understand why there are those that are speaking up for those individuals. I also think that there's some that might've been first generation or just through maybe first generation wealth or just different things like that. There's still a, a work we have to do with ourselves. Just because you make more money does not mean you leave the scarcity mindset behind. Mm-hmm. You have to work on it. And I would say that, Jackie, that you choosing this, again, that's why I consider it brave. You chose your soul. And in that, it doesn't mean attorneys don't have them because I know some attorneys are amazing and fantastic. I, my attorneys for my legal team, thank God I have them. That's, that is their passion, right? So I'm glad, but it's all of us fit our soul's purpose when we listen to it. And I don't think enough, are we sitting back and listening to what's the right next step for us right now? And it's because sometimes you don't want to hear what's being said back to us. Because I, so many people have said it, so many spiritual leaders, how you treat other people is how you treat yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think where I take your perspective, what you're trying to communicate to those that are maybe angry with the subject matter of every right to feel the way that they feel, because you have to feel anger before you feel peace. You have to understand why. And then you have to learn to let that go so it doesn't create bitterness within your soul. So I feel that because you're such on this beautiful peace perspective, that it's complete opposite of the other, right? Yeah. And and that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing because I really hope those can hear your perspective because your perspective will break them through to a solution. But it it feels to what you're saying, it hasn't been the popular message to be that way. Yeah. But but it's because, and unfortunately I hate to say it, it's like the Latino conversation I know I've heard since the 90s, the crab theory. Yeah. Sube uno y te van a bajar. Yeah. Sube otro y te van a bajar. And I remember when I was 19 at the USHCC and it was, if it was a Mexican president of the USHCC, everybody was there that were Mexicano. And if it was Puerto Rican, then it was like a change. And I would always go, but why? Because <laughs> I, I was never, I, I didn't understand that. And that is not who I am. And I will still say, but why? Because to me, we do more celebrating each other and growing and supporting and being effective. But we have been led to believe and women as well that there's only room for one. Yeah. And if there's only room for one and you might have to be saved to be kept at that one, why open it? Mm -hmm. And I will tell you this, going through my divorce, having a company, being on an entrepreneur that knows my bottom line and who's invested and who hasn't has really shown me the definition of friendship. And I am not that all your friends have to do business with you. It's not always in alignment. That makes sense. But in how I want to show up differently and why my foundation matters to me, because I want to make sure that when I see another person that is in alignment, and I say person, because to me, man, woman, you know, in alignment, and we're all on the same path to say, how can I open that door wider? Mm. How can I do that? And Brene Brown says it best. You look for people that will not blow out your candle. You look for people who will ignite your candle mm-hmm. because if not, and and I've had to check myself and not, and honestly, because like I told you, I went through that scarcity period. I'm sure that there's yeah. times that I wasn't the best, you know, a cheerleader either, but gosh, I'm cognizant of it now as an entrepreneur, yeah, as seeing a fellow woman and saying, how can I help you? Does my, do I need the service? Oh, okay. Well, I choose where I spend my money. How am I choosing it? How am I spending it too? And I think that's been a great mirror for me to hold up to myself so I can ensure that I am leading from this moment forward. I think you don't get, if as you can only do that though, as long as you don't beat yourself up for the past, you can choose today to be different. And in this moment, choose to say, I'm going to invest within these companies because they are paying well because they have the right philanthropic initiatives because they have the right aesthetic the right look there's so many things that go into why you choose but I think when you're in that hamster wheel of busyness 
you're not looking at your choices. You're just grabbing the next convenient thing that's there. <laughs> I know. And it's so true. It's so true. Everything resonates with me as you're talking. And and I wanted to come back to the crab theory for amigas yeah. out there who are are not familiar with it. Oh, yeah. And um, and for us to like focus on that, because here's the thing, as you were discussing, you know, friends, you know, they being business partners or maybe just buying from you. Right. I remember when I was, you know, in knee deep practicing law and I had friends that reached out to me to um, for my services. But then when it came to the contract and and wanting to sign it, they didn't. Mm. And I think this is this yeah. is this goes back to the crap theory. So yeah. And, and, and this is so important for, because, you know, it may be, uh, you know, trauma of the brain, it may be scarcity. What is it? Or maybe it's just the crab theory. Mm. Wow. So mm -hmm. can you tell us a little bit about this crab theory and how that has played in your life? Well, um, I remember being younger and that's when I was working at Hispanic journal and my editor was going, you know what, this person is really not going to help you. They're just yanking your chain. And I was very Pollyanna. No, they're good. They look at their role, look at what they're doing. They're going to be open this door. And I hate to say it, but 70% of the time they were right. And 30% of the time I was wrong. And I was very surprised by it to see it. And what that means is in a barrel, you don't have to worry to put a lid because normally, you know, you put something in a barrel, you need to put a lid on it because the, uh, because they all want to pop out right together. They're going to work as a team. And the theory goes that you don't have to put a lid on it because as soon as one Latino was getting to the top, the other ones were going to yank them down mm -hmm. because, and so you didn't even have to worry about a lid because as soon as one got up, it's like, how quickly can I pull you down yeah. versus how can I truly help you succeed? Yeah. And, and I, and, and I am not a psychologist to fully tell you everything about it, but from what I have studied about it, and, and I also understand why my husband was the same way. If you want to talk about mental abuse, same way. As soon as I was getting an award, let me knock you down as soon yeah. as this. So there's a reason I chose that too. Why? Because unfortunately it felt normal. Yeah. That's the sad part is yeah. it felt normal. Did it mean I was a success? That it, it felt normal to be criticized to that level. And I think that's something that I really changed in my new healthy boundaries of what I set with people. And, um, and, and I feel that in my business experience now, I've had friends that maybe mean well, but in their own way, in their minds are like, but you don't do business with friends. And I remember going, excuse me, no, you're not supposed to do business with friends. I go, I have a mortgage to pay. I left my divorce in six hours of mediation, told the judge he could pretty much keep almost everything. So that, which means I started over and have been able by the grace of God to keep this house going and the company and everything else. As I um, kindly had my father here the other day and we had a conversation about it. And I told him, I said, do you realize what your daughter's been able to do by herself? Not, and, and in that moment, I really wanted to say, wow, I'm surprised. But then I realized that my boyfriend, I had this conversation because I love to talk to him about different things. I said, he goes, how do you feel about that? I said, I forgive them. He goes, why? I go, because they don't really understand what success really means. Mm. I said, because success really means what I have seen from people that I truly respect and admire is that they are going to show you, grow you and be with you. But doesn't mean they have to save you. It means that they're going to be navigating it when they can and have the headspace, heart space to do it, to get you to that next level. That's what I see as success. I think the true success, true emotional intelligence is not just what have you done for you, mm. but what have you done for you and around you? Yeah. And, and, in that, and, and, and that's something I hold true. And again, but also I'm not perfect. So I can also understand people's humanity. But it also, I, I think it shows me where my values are and where I have to be in, in, in that realize that maybe I had more of a business relationship with somebody than what I considered a friendship. Because what I really want in a friend 
is to give me love the way I give love. Yeah. To give support the way I give support. And that's okay. It's a great lesson to learn now. I think Oprah says it best. I'd rather know who's going to ride in me with, with me in the bus as well as the limousine. You know what I mean? Right, Not right. just in the limo. And I think that that is a beautiful reality um, to see and to be like, oh, this is what it is because that's why my company is called X Level Link. It's not called Ciclali because this is a legacy. This goes beyond me. Mm. I know I'm the one that sparked it and began it and founded it, but I want it to make an impact of a different mindset. And I think the conversation we're having right now actually leads to why it's the not being afraid of walking into the darkness to find that light. Yeah, yeah. And and it's sparking light in a conversation of thought pattern. And that's why I exist, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> At least in my opinion. Uh as I tell you. Um, and and I and I think I love what Marianne Williamson says too. I think those of us, and I would encourage you, Jackie, that um are not afraid to get go against the status quo to create yeah. a different mindset if possible, for those that want to join us, they don't have to, yeah. but for those that want that other perspective to, to also, to be able to open up and know that we can accept others and their thoughts, but doesn't mean we have to believe their thoughts of us. And in that, um, it's, I no longer care what somebody else thinks of me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that for me personally, it's so important in my, and, and going back to my dad's conversation, I just had with him on Friday. Uh, we were having a conversation about something and, you know, he was trying to, in his Mexicano macho ways, <laughs> explain to me, you know, what he thought I, I needed a couple of things. And, and, and I say that with love because yeah. I love my father. I forgive my father and I love him for who he is. And believe me, he loves me the best way he knows how but I do not have to agree with his perspective. And I did tell him, I said, dad, I said, you know, I love you. Yes. I said, but you know, I have a heavenly father. Mm. And when I die, I stand before him. I said, that's my belief. I said, and I want to know that I fulfilled my entire purpose here Mm -hmm. before no offense, what you or your family thinks of me. And I forgive them all. I forgive them all for how I was treated because guess what? They prepared me more for my next level. And I thank them just like I thank my ex-husband. And I, you, when you forgive everything, mm-hmm. you ensure that bitterness doesn't take root, but that's also why I can then look at my business differently. Yeah. That's why I won't look at the hamster wheel. That's why when I recommend someone like one of the masseuses I have that I've been talking about, Kaylin, to do something, I know he's worth that and more Yeah, because it's that amazing and fantastic what we could all have if we just opened up our minds but most importantly our hearts to knowing what is possible versus what can be taken from you yeah and i and and what you're saying right now about what can be taken away from me that goes back to the crab theory they don't want you to climb up hell no you know it's like that mean that would mean that you're leaving them behind and and so it's really really interesting to me that uh, we as a society we continue to do that we keep like grabbing people down instead of lifting them up and you know this goes with pay compensation whatnot because like you and I had a conversation yesterday in regards to um, how you charge a certain amount of money. Because mm-hmm. you know your worth. Oh, yeah. Right? Yes, but then absolutely. then you have people who are trying to like, oh, I can't afford you because they can't see the value that you bring. And they right. can't open themselves to the idea that perhaps if I invest in her, I could get there and more with right. her. Completely. And so how do we get to change that mindset? Because I know for a fact, when I was diligently working as an immigration attorney there was i mean most not most i should many let's just say many many of the clients were always trying to get a discount instead of like hey why don't you you raise your vibration because i'm (laughs) worth this amount of money right you know 
So what, what's your opinion? What's your take? Like what, how do you handle a situation like that? Because I'm sure that you, you get it all the time. You know, we say it, and I think we've been joked about in the last podcast about having champagne taste with a beer budget, right? I almost feel like I'm getting rid of that within myself to say, you know what? I have champagne taste with a champagne budget. Yeah. Because in that, and my prayer actually has been, you know what? God aligned me with the clients that value my services can easily afford them and I can make an, a dynamic impact. And those that hire me, you prosper because they value what we bring to the table. And that, and it's a different prayer that I've had to reanalyze who is my client. Because in it, I realize that those that want to be ready can and should. Mm-hmm. And that also it's not my responsibility to bring everyone somewhere that they don't want to go. And I have to say, it's not even just a female thing. I've heard Snoop Dogg talk about it as well as Tyler Perry, as well as Oprah. I mean, so many leaders have said the same thing. And I would want to be at the top, but with many others that are like minds that are with me and that we are reaching behind us to pull others up that are willing and able to come with us. And I feel that sometimes people that can't see it is because they don't want to see their own struggle within themselves. Mm -hmm. Because if you were to value maybe my services or your services or somebody else's that you know are really great and you can see are doing the right things, it might actually be because you can't see that within yourself or the work you might have to do to be able to get there too. And I'm not saying that, you know, I don't want to accuse everybody who's not my client that you're not, no, that's not my intention, Shame my stretch of the imagination at all. But <laughs> I want to clarify, it is though, to say, I learned within myself that when I invested, why does do certain individuals have private planes? They have a private plane for ease because they know they can be more productive or now there's like jet links. There's a lot of different ways that people are doing this, not just the commercial route. Why? Because if they save the time of not going through the TSA lines, not worrying about the luggage line, being able to be effective, to go to New York for a business dinner, be able to jump off and go to LA for something else and go here, it's more effective for them and they're more efficient and they arrive ready Mm -hmm. for their next big thing. Why? Because they invested and they made sure that their whole experience led for a win for their business. I think we need to look at that within those investments too. And I like to say this, I think that too many times we look at what we're spending versus what we're investing. Mm -hmm. I would, uh, you know, sometimes you have to feel, unfortunately, people think that taking a step backwards is counterintuitive. I will tell you this, every step backwards has led me to my bigger leaps forward Mm -hmm. because by the world standards, it was backwards to go be a freelancer working at Hispanic Journal at the age of 19. It was worlds backwards was me being a producer at 20. It was worlds backwards to negotiate a book where I wasn't even an attorney to do for someone when I was 21 years old. It worlds backwards was um, was just traveling everywhere and getting a condo. A worlds backwards was me working at Mi Escuelita and, and being a development director. And, but it all led to a step, the huge step forwards, which led to Neiman Marcus, which also was like step backwards, go be an entrepreneur, then step backwards, go get a divorce. And how are you going to do this and keep it all going? I don't know, but I just have to, Yeah. but they've all led me to where I am here. And I will tell you to the entire audience is don't be afraid. Fear doesn't come from God only loved us. So when you have a fearful thought, a fearful Mm. perspective, it's normal because since the beginning of time with human beings, we have been in tribes and there was a chief of the tribe and the men went and, and gathered and the women or women gathered and the men hunted and different things like that. Look at woman King. If you haven't seen that fabulous movie, which I highly recommend, um, but some of the best advice I was given by someone was you are led to believe that when you leave your tribe, you will not survive, Right. but you're actually going to thrive mm-hmm. as long as you listen to you in the process. 
And I think that that is something that I've really held true in the toughest days of entrepreneurship. We know what that's like. It's not a problem. My life, I, I love my life. I'm very positive, but I'm human. And in it, I have to ask myself, and I asked myself this morning, knowing that we're going to talk today, I said, what have I done? And Jackie, gosh, it's going to make me emotional. I made a list of so many things I've accomplished in just this last six months. And I was like, wow. And what was counterintuitive? I took not one, but two courses, three of one at the same time while still being an entrepreneur and honestly led a lot of things by myself, figuring it out. And when I look at my website and I look at our social media and I look at the different things, I am so damn proud of what we've been able to do. And I'm like, it's literally been the grace of God and listening to what is my next step. Yeah. And when I, so for anyone that's out there and you are afraid, just look at my story, know that whatever I've done, you can do too. But in that demand more of yourself. Mm. So you can demand more of the world. Why that's, I, I love that quote by John F. Kennedy that he used to say, don't ask for what your country can do for you, ask for what you can do for your country. And I do not condone things that have been done inappropriately. That's not what this message is about. This message is about how do we get past it and move better and choose to be in those positions to be able to be a different type of leader. And I will tell you this, what I'm so proud about is even when in this process of, of being an entrepreneur, I had to choose. And I was like, you know, I'd rather do peanut butter sandwiches and make sure I had my massage, my acupuncture, my team all, all paid for and gave away my 10%. And why of what the company does? Why? Because what I loved about it was I remember a story that my father taught me when I was younger. My mother, she goes, and you're led to believe that wealth means the one with the biggest money to give the biggest check. She goes, it's all in percentage. So what does this mean? Is that poor woman who donated her dollar to help for, is really a million dollars because it might be her last dollar she has to give. And, and I, at different companies, you know, you work on United Way campaigns and it has been true so many times where unfortunately the middle to lower class are some of the biggest contributors sometimes company-wise than other things, but it doesn't mean other executives don't give to other things too, right? I, I'm not, this is not that, but what I'm saying is I wanted to remember for me to make sure, am I upholding my character, who I say I am on a daily basis? Yeah. Am I investing it? And if I'm not, am I investing it in a different way? And what does that really look like? And sometimes you have to take time for yourself to reassess what is your personal business plan, not just your company business plan, but what are your personal values? Who do you want to do this? And I think I, this, you know, next generation has really shown all of us the importance of that things matter. And I take that to say, wow, that's great. I want to take it for the best of it, right? I don't agree with being knocking everything down because I also think that sometimes when we don't learn history, we yeah. have a tendency to repeat it. Right, right. Yeah. And that's why we want to make sure, are we different? Mm. Are we better? Yeah. And I, and I will tell you this, Jackie, not just because I work with you and I represent you, but I know I've been taking the Amiga away as well. You have a beautiful gift. Aww. And I am grateful to be invested as well because, and no, she did not ask for this. I'm saying this <laughs> off, you know, of this because you can book her for me for speeches and stuff, you know, Amiga Way is hers. But I will tell you this um, the biggest thing is that I would hope that your audience knows from you is a treasure of the plethora in all the podcasts you've put together that are over 150. And I'll say the number for you. That when you look at the subject matter and the caliber of people, there's a reason. And I think that sometimes people don't understand that elevation, energy work, spirituality, all that. The reason sometimes that there's a value is that you're paying for is because you're ensuring that there's an energy exchange. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, the energy exchange is that you want everybody to be comfortable at the table. 
because I want to be the one lending, not only the one that's borrowing. And I think that a lot of times that's the thing of what we look at is, are you looking at what is given to you or are you looking at how are you being an asset as well to other people's bottom lines? And because whether it's a protein bar or lipstick, (laughs) somebody's responsible for it. Yeah. So who do you, when you can, do you choose differently? Yeah. When you can, what are the choices that you're making? Just like you do for what you put in your food to make sure that you are being healthy. Are you making the same investments in other areas of your life that you can? Because small businesses, mid, uh, mid-sized businesses and corporations mm-hmm. are all part of an ecosystem right? <laughs> Yeah. To, to make everything better because not everything is completely bad. Not just like, I don't believe any person is completely bad either. I believe that every voice needs to be heard. And sometimes we might be caught up in titles versus caught up in people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, I feel like we're, we're having a course here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I mean, you know, there's so many, so many things that we can go on from here. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, wow, you know, one of the things, and I want to, I want to say it here is that in a conversation prior that prior to this one, we're talking about who are your board members. Mm -hmm. And when you are very spiritual you know your board members are not of a human kind. So if we as individuals, as people on this planet operating in life, if we we get our divine guidance from above and from those board members, your spirit guides, your angels, your God, your, your Virgin Mary, whoever those are, you will be successful right. because you have the most powerful board. Right. And so when you have the most powerful board working with you, then you will get that job that you want. You will get paid what you're worth, all those things. And I really want us to really like just kind of encapsulate that and, and, mm-hmm. and um, put a, you know, end this conversation with who are your board members? Like, who are you listening to? Because if you knew who they were, you wouldn't be petty or, or, you know, begging or, or, or um, having this mindset of scarcity and being that crab, you wouldn't have those things. So mm-hmm. if we could, as, as human beings, really pay attention to who is that board who is that 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 is your guiding light because when we have that guiding light then all the things i think would be resolved that we would instead of thinking of spending we're investing um when we um thinking of can we afford it we can like all these things i in my heart my true heart my 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 spirit says that that is what could resolve everything humanly possible completely because it's been said many times hurt people hurt people mm-hmm. it's been said many times um that those that don't know how to listen to themselves can't listen to anyone else either yeah. because um glenda the good witch said it all the power was within you my dear you just had to discover it for yourself by l frank Baum. think about it this way this is how good the god that i serve is do you know right now i'm working with l frank Baum's family on creating projects. He's the author of the wizard of Oz that came to me. So when you have to think about the God I serve and you're right, you are success, but I don't tell everybody everything I'm working on. I just, you know, I'm subdued about a lot of these things, but the reason that I said it right now is because I wanted to really give credit where credit is due is Glenda the good witch when I said it in the movie, but we might've forgotten the author that thought about this way before anybody else did L. Frank Baum and so many other things that we'll be bringing to the table to bring bring forward. But I will tell you this, that but why 
Because when you are working with those of a mindset, just like you said, that are already prosperous, that are doing all these amazing things, they also understand, oh, I see talent immediately. I don't have to show case studies. They already know my work. You know what I mean? They're, they're just like, you're already there. But why? Because they're not hurt people. No. They come from a wholeness. Mm-hmm. And in that, in my altar that I have where I pray in the mornings and I meditate, I have a, that Gavino de la Virgencita, Desatadora de Nudos, a wooden block, and it says, Confía en la voz interior. Mm. Trust your interior voice. And I would give a little asterisk there. As long as you're truly hearing God's voice within you, not the ego. The ego does serve a purpose. When I was going through my divorce, believe me, I had to hold on to that to get through the next day. But are you trusting that and be nice to yourself? Because when you start hearing the positive voices, everything around you is going to change exactly like what you said, Jackie. And I would definitely say that my board directors is definitely my spiritual practice is balanced with all the other practices that I have. And in it, my Angelo said it best when show, someone shows you who they are, believe them, but do not allow them to define you because you have to trust the voice inside that reminds you who you are, because then you can then move forward and not everyone will come with you and it's okay. And I will tell you this as a person that's walked through the fire and I am so glad of the Phoenix that I am now. Mm-hmm. I have risen through the ashes, but I didn't rise alone. I rose because of my spiritual practice that I have within me. And in that, at times it might've felt alone, but boy, where I am now, the strength that's here, it's a very different version. And I am very proud of the woman that I am and the, uh, and the rooms that I'm in. Mm -hmm. And majority of people think it's because I'm invited. No, I bought a seat at the table too. Just like everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just about the invitation. It's about being a power player within it and knowing the agency that it takes and that I'm not taking anything from anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm actually there to listen and learn like everyone because all of our neighbors could be our teachers if we took a moment to listen. Mm, yes. Oh my God. Oh. Um. I love this. I love this. Amiga, we could be here all day, really, but we can't. <laughs> no, I, I I know. Both both you and I and I have I have my energy massage after this and I'm not missing my appointment. <laughs> oh my God. So okay, so many, so many things. And as you know, um every time I, you know, go and end my conversations with my girlfriends, my, or my amigos who are here on the mic, you know, I always ask for a tip or two on how an amiga can handle her shit, but God knows that you've been saying it all through this conversation, (laughs) but you know what, what the heck, give us one. You know what? I would say handle it by not being afraid and stepping in to the highest version of you, which means your highest version is within you. Mm -hmm. Which means when you look at that beautiful mirror that you say, I am enough, I am love, I am light, I am worthy. Because when you realize you are worthy, you're then going to realize everyone around you is too. And in that, whatever that little voice tells you the next step is, do it. Mm -hmm. And through your joy, you'll find your way. And hopefully through your joy, if it's, if we're in alignment, You'll work with me. If Jackie's in alignment, you're going to work with her because you know by the trusted resources, the whys already. But yeah. there's a reason why certain things are calling your heart. And when this podcast finds you, it finds you for a reason. Yeah. And I think that too many times we forget the beauty of synchronicity. We forget the beauty of looking around us. There are signs. Go read the book, The Alchemist. Paulo Coelho told you too. Yeah. All of it. God yeah. gives you beautiful signs everywhere. Sometimes you're just blinded to them because of the scarcity mindset or whatever perspective you've chosen to believe. But I will tell you this, everyone is worthy of living their best life. You have to choose whether you'd rather be right or happy. Mm. It's your choice. Yeah. Which one would you rather be? Well, both, but. (laughs) <laughs> happy no you know what happy, because sometimes happy. i have learned when i'm wrong 
And I'm okay with that. I learned yeah. through my failures. Yeah, yeah. And they no, taught course. me so much, but yes. Yeah, but yeah. I'll be happy afterwards. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm a, I like to do both. But you know what? But yeah. it's true though. It's so true because, you know, you could be wrong and be happy. Yes. You could be right and be happy. So right. the common denominator is happiness. So yes. And, and something just came to me and I hope you don't mind, but I'm going to add one more tip really yeah, quickly. Please. Just really, really quickly. The last one is I do love Wonder Woman and I know I'm a Wonder Woman character. It's just in me. It's how I was as a child, but not even Wonder Woman did anything alone. And yeah. not only in Superman was the same way. So for the amigos that are out there, they all had their office attire and then they had their warrior attire as well. There's time and space for everything. Mm. So I don't, there's a big misconception that you need to be the good thing that you need to do everything great. Cause God forbid somebody see how dirty your closet is or it's disorganized or everything like that. No, there's people to do everything. Yeah. Sometimes by taking agency and saying, I'm not good at this. So I'm going to delegate it to somebody else will be the best gift you could ever give yourself mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because no one is great at everything. That's why we are a community. Yeah. That's why even Jesus had disciples. Mm -hmm. That's why everything is, it's all in community as to how you do the best things that you can. And I was not meant to live alone. I was meant to live with the beauty of humanity that's around me and to mm -hmm. enjoy it while it's here. So I hope that you enjoy it too. Yes. Thank you so much for that. That's just so beautiful. And, you know, every time I, I, I'm thinking about this is that how you do one thing, you do everything. Completely. Right. Yeah. And so how, you know, let's start by maybe the first thing you can think of is maybe being kind. So if you're yeah. kind, just by being kind, and you get smiling. to smiling and smiling, <laughs> smiling. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, Amiga. Mm. Well, thank you so much for being here on Amiga Hand Your Shit. And I thank know this you. is our second time around and there'll be more. So mm. I really, really appreciate it. And I, I love this conversation because, you know, I think as Latinas, we've seen the trajectory of scarcity and how that has affected many entrepreneurs and, you know, whenever you are trying to land a, a job, how scarcity affects you as well. So mm -hmm. thank you so much for being here on Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Amiga Handle Your Shit podcast. If anything resonates with you today, please share it with your friends and subscribe, rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to share it on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at www.amigahandleyourshit.com. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias y hasta la próxima.